0: Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today, we're reading Romans 14, verses 7 through 9. You're not your own. Now, do you find that comforting or constricting? The first question and answer of the Heidelberg Catechism goes this way. That question, of course, is what is your only comfort in life and in death? The first part of the answer is one we're familiar with. that I am not my own but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior Jesus Christ. Paul writes in Romans 14 verses 7 through 9 he says for none of us lives for ourselves alone and none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord and if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die we belong to the Lord and it's for this very reason that Christ died and return to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. Most people would classify life and death as mutually exclusive opposites. You can't be both. You're either dead or alive. But Christianity breaks down this division. Certainly, there's still a big distinction between being dead and alive. But what the Catechism and the Bible want you to know... Is that while there's much that will change after you take your last breath, there are some significant things that won't change. Now, first of all, your core identity won't change. Verse 8 says So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. So just as you belong in body and soul to your faithful Savior Jesus Christ while you're living, you'll still belong to Him in death, just as you do in life. Secondly, your primary purpose remains the same as well. Remember, if you live, it says in verse 8, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So in other words, you were created, given life, so that you can live both to and for the Lord by using the gifts and talents that you've been given to glorify Him. Although sin has marred God's image and purpose in your life, the gospel proclaims that death which is the ultimate result of sin, that that death can no longer keep you from fulfilling your primary purpose. In fact, it's through death that Christians are finally set free from sin and can begin truly living for Jesus. Let's dig a little bit deeper. Human beings are weird. We're full of paradoxes. You see, on one hand, our sinful nature craves independence, especially from God. But on the other hand, we we just hate to be alone. Even the most introverted of us needs other people in our lives. And that's why the opening words to the Catechism are so comforting. That you are not your own, but you belong. Certainly, these words bring comfort to the part of you that needs community. But they also stand as a solemn reminder to your sinful nature that yearns for independence from God's ways remind you that you belong to the Lord. So as you begin a new year, remember not just to live to yourself, but to live for Christ. Well, as you pray today, use the A prayer pattern. And that's a prayer pattern where we begin praying by acknowledging who God is. We can today use the scripture we've just read to acknowledge that our Father is the Lord of life and he has also conquered death. Once you've acknowledged who God is, you can align your life with God's will. You can pray that in all things you would live to the Lord, as it says in verse 8. Well, After you've acknowledged who God is and, and then aligned your life with Him, then you can ask God for what you need. Remember, everything else that you hear today will fade away. But the word of the Lord is unfading truth that endures forever.